0: Welcome to A Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. I'm Sean. And Sean, I just want to say, hey,
1: Don't do it! <laughs> uh,
0: hi, greetings every- <laughs> to everyone. Yes. Uh, Except Heyachi. As you know, if you're listening, as you probably know, uh, we are a. Podcasts that predict Smash Bros. We predict various video games, that's but true. every now and then we actually get to talk Smash. <laughs> uh, and talk Smack. And a new Smash Bros. character just came out, like, uh, like less than two hours after we're recording this. Correct. Uh, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. But before that, we had a big ol' E3 Reactions episode. True. Uh, last time. And we made several mistakes, so here's the corrections. If we must, to unlock 150 CC in Super Mario Kart, you must get gold in every cup, including the unlockable special cup, in both 50 CC and 100 CC modes. That's obnoxious. Uh yeah. So the um, so the new version on right. the Nintendo Online uh service that just has. 150cc and the Special Cup unlocked already. That's that's kind of nice, actually. That's just quality of life. Yes. Uh, I didn't check whether or not Todd Howard was actually at the Bethesda conference. He was. Uh,
1: <laughs> 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 Maybe I can move that to next time. No, I've solved it.
0: <laughs> I've corrected you. Uh. Nintendo did actually offer sports gloves wow. to Mario Party owners that sent in a request. I'm so glad that that wasn't a fever dream or satire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like, uh, like basically, like if if you owned Mario Party and like and you know you you called a specific Nintendo hotline number, you could request the gloves, <laughs> and they would they there was kind of a complicated like proof of purchase thing you of had course. to do but if you you did all that, you would get sports gloves directly from Nintendo, all right, yep, um apparently skyward sword h d is playable, docked with button controls nice um. I guess in a couple of weeks it could turn out that that was misreported or that we're wrong about that. Sure, but apparently that is the case.
1: Well, for now my dreams have been fulfilled.
0: The Wii U is indeed Nintendo's second worst-selling system. Woof. Uh, with thirteen point fifty-six million units sold. Okay. Uh, first place is the Virtual Boy, of course, uh, with seven hundred and seventy thousand units sold. Wow, that's that's several digits behind. Yeah. And the uh, and third worst selling is the GameCube at 21.75 million. Okay. And then N64 was 32.93 million. It's kind of a scale. Yeah, N64. Thing. Yeah. Get it. Uh, it is Mercury Steam, not Mercury Stream. My apologies, Mercury Mist. And speaking of uh, naming flubs, uh, I said Kazuma and Kazuya interchangeably throughout the episode. It is Kazuya. And that's a, this is a good time to have that straight. I mean, on the bright side,
1: Daniel, nobody cares.
0: <laughs> you can call it whatever you want.
1: I'll be calling him Kazubu for the rest of this podcast.
0: <laughs> Dude, that, that gag will not be as funny as you think it is. I'm not really going to do it. Maybe. We'll see. Uh. Anyway, this is the Kazuya episode. Yeah. Uh, because during, uh, at the very beginning of Nintendo's E3 press conference uh they revealed Kazuya in a Smash Bros ultimate trailer a very funny trailer yes uh where Kazuya just drops like several different Nintendo characters into a volcano uh Great. I, yeah i still fucking love that it's it's fantastic and this monday uh yesterday as of re- as of this recording um Sakurai did a showcase where he showed Kazuya in action and then a day later uh today for yes. us uh he, he released he came out and um, we got to try him out right so uh, so first we'll talk a bit about the Sakurai showcase sure. right uh, he's back he's back in a studio mm-hmm. um, he noted that this is actually a different studio than the one he usually records in it's bigger so that people can be farther apart from each other right they, they literally got like a social distancing studio uh, for him to record in this time
1: he's also still not dubbed
0: uh yeah he he was dubbed uh he was dubbed at the E3 conference yeah, like that was for that for the 5 seconds he was there. Loved it. Uh but this time it was just his original Japanese voice with subtitles. Although this, like
1: I mean we'll get into how difficult that was for me later but like <laughs> what a direct for me to have to have my eyes in two places, you know. Right. Like, what a anyway,
0: go on. <laughs> uh like i'm sure it was just like a a time and cost thing right like uh like because because non-dub sakurai showcases started like around when the pandemic did Mm -hmm. right but also like (laughs) uh i didn't write down which ones unfortunately but there were some very like (laughs) uh sakurai made some jokes (laughs) Yeah, that, that were like, that he said himself would be hard to localize. And in
1: some cases, they just weren't translated. Yeah, he's... He, he was like, this. I just said something nonsensical. Wonder how
0: they're gonna translate that. But <laughs> like, they didn't, Sakurai! <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you just said! <laughs> I kind of got what he was saying, but I, I got I forget what it was. I forget what he was <laughs> yeah. talking about. But he went on to introduce Tekken, talk yeah. about how, how it was a long-running uh, franchise, and, uh... And also talk some design philosophy when it comes to designing fighting games. He mm-hmm. kind of pointed out how, like, uh, how, like, how much Tekken had in common with Smash, and how much it didn't have in common with Smash. True. Uh,
1: one insight that I thought was interesting is he said at one point, like, we tried to just take all of Kazuya's moves and just put them directly into Smash, but it didn't work. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, you know, uh, good on you for
0: trying that, but yeah. it never would have worked. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they just tried to port him the way he plays in Tekken right. just directly into the game, and and, uh, and he was too they, slow. Yeah, think, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he was too slow. Yeah, uh, one one thing, uh, one thing I thought was interesting that he said, you know, it's like, yeah, like, uh, Tekken has all is all these things as a fighting game, and you can kind of utilize this philosophy when it comes to Smash, right? Uh. Now I'm not trying to uh to say whether or not Smash should be classified <laughs> as a fighting game. Uh-huh. Uh but like, you know, there's there are some similar mindsets you can apply. In the end, I think they're both very different games obviously, right? right. Like that's that's along the lines of what he said. Yeah, I think that's about right. And uh, I I do like I do always think it's really interesting whenever like uh Sakurai like dips his toe into <laughs> into some very common internet uh-huh. arguments, right? Like Uh, if Smash is a fighting gamer, like, I loved his crack about, like, frame data and shit. Yes, yeah, that was was a couple directs (laughs) ago. Yeah, that was a couple directs ago, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, like, he, he definitely kind of went on about it for a while, but I do love when he kind of, like, waxes Mm -hmm. fighting game philosophical. It's neat to see, like, those insights. Yes. Um. And it's good that he...
1: That we know that he has them. Like I assumed he did, but there are a lot of people who are probably like, "Well, Sakurai doesn't even try to balance this game, you know." Yeah, or Whatever. You're right. Uh, and so it is cool
0: to hear him talk about you know his kind of philosophy
1: for doing just
0: that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I also really liked is that uh, he he kind of each time he mentioned like kind of a a technique or or a mechanic that's unique to Tekken. He explained it for, like, Smash players. Mm -hmm. But one thing I also like that he did uh was sometimes he would explain smash <laughs> mechanics uh-huh. uh to potential like Tekken players coming in which yes. he usually doesn't do you know a lot of his videos he just kind of assumes yeah you're you're coming in to watch right. to see the smash stuff but this time he's like the way special moves work in this game <laughs> is you hit b and a direction up down right. left or right you know yeah, yeah. uh yeah, and I was like oh <laughs> okay well you know that's really cool though i i i kind of liked how like accessible he was trying to be mm-hmm. um <laughs> now well I don't know if I should segue into that just yet. Uh leave us in suspense then. <laughs> you know I love to do that. It's true he does. But then he uh, went on to show like uh Kazuya, right? Yeah. Uh one one interesting note is uh he he talks like he's like this is what Kazuya's deal is, you know? He's mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh he's Hehachi's son and he uh he showed he showed the Mishima family tree, right? <laughs> uh-huh. He's like, and uh and his mother uh gave him the devil gene. Right. Um, which he also passed down to his son, Jin Kazuma. Uh and one interesting thing he said, so uh you and I, Sean, yeah up till now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh one of our most heated recurring arguments yeah. was whether or not Heihachi would ever be added. Uh, to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Correct.
1: Uh, that we arg- have an emote of this in our Discord.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have a Heihachi emote emo- emoji. Yeah, a oh, not emoji, yes. yes. Yeah, not, not on Twitch. We should get on Twitch. But, yeah. Um, a smashing stream. But, uh, those arguments ended when Heihachi was added as a me a few months back. Right. And... And I I thought that was kind of the end of the Tekken in general discourse as well. Right. Uh, we were proven wrong. Yeah. When uh when Kazuya was announced, but I had a lot of thoughts about why maybe Heihachi was was turned down. Mm-hmm. Um. One big one was that Heihachi's voice actor has died twice now. Right. Um. And sometimes Japan is kind of like uh. Is is kind of they like, they
1: sort of respect the memory of past voice actors a lot more than we do in the sort of cutthroat American voiceover yeah, industry. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, yeah, when a voice actor over there passes, usually uh, that character like is ridden out of things or yeah. just stops showing up for a while.
1: That's why Phil was silent in Kingdom Hearts Three, for instance. Yes, because, because his voice actor passed away in Japan. Yeah,
0: and uh, and you know sometimes they break that rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know that that's not a that, that's not a hundred percent of the time thing. Sure. Uh, Boma's voice actress died and uh and she was immediately replaced for like the Broly movie. Oh wow. Um but uh but also maybe like the wheels of production were moving too <laughs> yeah, fast sure. for, for them to put the brakes on that one. Yeah. Uh but yeah I thought maybe that was it. Um another thing I said was that like maybe maybe instead of Heihachi they Might favor a character that's like more fantastical, right? That's right, that's that has more abilities than just kicks and punches. Sure, uh, I kept bringing up Jin Kazuma, uh-huh. Kazuya's son, as an example of maybe a compromise. There. You got close, I got close, but no cigar. The one character I never actually predicted for <laughs> Tekken, like, because because I was like, it's it's almost definitely going to be Heihachi if it's a second character, but maybe it'll be Jin, right. and maybe it'll be like Nina Williams or something. <laughs> I just skipped over Kazuya every time, mm-hmm. and here he is. Here he is? Here's Kazuya Mishima, um, with Sakurai saying that uh, one of the reasons they chose, one of the main reasons they chose Kazuya over Heihachi was that Kazuya has the double gene and Heihachi does not.
1: Yeah, because he's more boring. He doesn't have the cool thing. <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> okay, so let's say that you're, you know, regular, super powerless, Sean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I, that
1: is how I live my life.
0: Yeah. Uh, But you get together with, like, <laughs> with, like, a demon woman. Uh, you
1: know, not normally my sort of personal taste, but sure, okay. <laughs> I get to I shack up with a demon woman. Go on.
0: Sure, sure. But let's say let's say, you know, you she's she's a demon woman but she also like loves burgers. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you have a half demon baby together. Okay. Now maybe you're not as interesting as the demon woman or the demon baby. Uh-huh. But You made that happen. I think that's pretty cool, Sean. (laughs) But that doesn't mean I deserve to be in Super Smash (laughs) Bros.
1: My half-demon baby should be in Super Smash Bros., but not my grandson. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Don't be so down on yourself, man.
0: Uh... But yeah, Sakura. I cited that is the main reason. I do think that maybe the Heihachi voice actor thing was at least a factor. Sure. Uh, All right. Yeah, like you know, like because that's not really the type of thing that uh, you would candidly say. Uh, well, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So this could um, be him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but either way, I think uh, like I don't think he was lying about the about the devil factor thing. You know, like mm-hmm. and and I think I think that makes sense as like a major. Yeah. Uh, uh because also Kazuya's moveset like really like works his devil powers. Yes, I was I was gonna say the, it really
1: shows through his design. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um like all of all of Kazuya's like uh normals are him doing like regular kicks and punches and mm-hmm. uh and Tekken combos. Yes. In in a variety of ways. I guess we'll get into that. Sure. Um but uh, but his special moves and his smash attacks are him transforming into his devil form uh, to execute the move and then uh, turning back into a human. Right. And that th- those those make him like make him a bit more a bit more interesting and a bit more varied than like a standard like fighting game character. Like his regular B move is like a a big slow laser beam mm-hmm. that you can do from kind of across the screen. Um, and I like, I actually, um, I actually kind of liked that because it's strong and it's, um, it's a useful tool, but it also kind of sucks. (laughs) Like, it's really slow and not like, uh, it's only really effective in kind of specific situations. And I, I dig that as a projectile for a, for a traditional fighting game character. Sure. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, he also has a command grab, mm-hmm. uh, and he has like a like a like a devil dash where he like punches through. Right, and if you're close range, then you sort of crumple,
1: you know, yeah. your opponent, and can do a follow up.
0: Yes, and uh, and then like he, you know, his upbeat is he flies he flies up in the airs as yeah. in his devil form. At
1: least it does damage. At least it does. I, damage. I was
0: worried that it would be one of the shitty up specials, that right? I like hate, the like you, pits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Where you just fly up, but you can. I mean it's not quite as satisfying as like Charizard for instance where you can like really launch somebody yeah. but like you hit them and I'll accept that as a compromise. Yeah
0: and and if you're really close to them when you when you start it and you hit them with that it does do a good amount of damage. That's good. Yeah.
1: Um, I also, as I was testing him, I found that really what I was using to get back to ledges more than the up special was the side special. Oh! I would, like, double jump and then punch, and that would take me usually to the ledge. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. His double, his second jump is also he... He spots yeah, wings. And and
1: yeah. it's a big, big jump.
0: It's a big boy jump. <laughs> he's, is,
1: he's floaty for a heavy character. Yeah,
0: it makes sense that his second jump is a big boy jump because his his first jump is deliberately like... It's like a Tekken jump. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is small. Tekken jumps yes. are small. Uh, so his normals... One thing I resisted doing an instant segue into uh, was was I was praising Sakurai for uh being very accessible during his presentation. Mm-hmm. So uh so so on the note of accessibility, uh Kasi has a lot of uh a lot of command normals. A lot yes. of a lot of normals uh where the move changes depending on your directional input mm-hmm. uh while you're doing while you're just pressing A. And sometimes it's not even your directional input. There's one move that you can do
1: where it's during the time after you've released Crouch before he fully stands up. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> like they used so
0: many directionals that they ran out and had to do shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh although I do think the the like you get up from crouching and then do the yeah. thing. I think that's actually um Oh like how he does it in Tekken. That might be at least kind of similar to how he does it in Tekken, yeah. Okay. Um But yeah <laughs> But yeah, there's a God, There's a uh, Sakurai said that like he's he might have the most like normal. He might have one of amongst the most moves of a Smash character. I mean, it must be that. Yeah. What other
1: character would even come
0: close? I can't think of anybody. There's oh god, I feel there's it's on the tip of my tongue. I but mean, there... maybe
1: if we like count all the heroes' spells.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I think the hero would be up there. Also, like uh like it feels like Steve technically has a mm, lot of them, sure, yeah, that's true, uh, but weirdly, I think of Steve
1: and here for that matter as being less complicated characters than Kazia. I
0: think I would they're both complicated, but i I think I would agree with that, yeah uh- <laughs> he
1: a- they actually like like i I am someone who has wanted to learn Tekken for a long time, yeah, and the problem that I run into is. I pick a character. I start scrolling through their moves, and eventually my eyes just glaze over and I lose interest because it's pages and pages and pages of moves. Yeah. And when I was watching Sakurai describe all of Kazuya's normals, the exact same thing <laughs> happened. They, he lost me. Like the you know, I. I went into this presentation with an open mind. I thought that Kazuya looked really cool in the trailer. Yeah. And I was excited to see how they adapted, you know, a Tekken character to Smash and gave him Tekken combos. And it turns out that they did it in a way that is feels almost as complicated as Tekken does. <laughs> the,
0: so, as someone who also has tried to learn Tekken, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's... It, it really, like, it, it hits what feels like an almost unprecedented level of like complicated for a Smash character.
1: I would say that's absolutely an unprecedented level of complicated.
0: Uh I think some characters are around as complicated in different ways. Or um, I
1: guess a better way to put it is this is
0: the most technical character in Smash okay. that I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh and maybe ex- execution heavy would also yes. be a good way yeah. to put it. Yeah, he he definitely hits like like you know, around peak levels of that for a Smash character, mm-hmm. but but he still felt about a third as complicated as an actual Tekken sure. set. Um, yes, and the
1: I for me this is too much. <laughs> like, and I was watching you know during his presentation after he'd kind of gone through all the moves. Sakurai did his usual sort of like one against five thing to show Kazuya off. Yeah. And. He kept doing this thing where like, he would go in and he would try to do cool Tekken combos and fail at it because they don't really work in Smash unless you have very particular circumstances happening. Hmm. And then he would back off and try zoning with the beam and then be like, no, the beam sucks, I have to go in. And then he would go in and try to do the combos and not be able to do them and then he would go back <laughs> and try to do with the beam. And so it's this situation where the most interesting thing about the character, which is that he has all these normals is also, like, not something that, like, it also feels as though I will never get to a point, if Sakurai can't pull it off, then there's no way that I'm going to be able to pull off playing this character, (laughs) you know? Uh,
0: I don't, like, that, uh, (laughs) um, his... His demonstration, yeah, right. Uh, oh yeah. Also, he had to restart it because, because he got the he, shit beaten out of him. Yeah, first. because he lost. Yeah, and I thought that was very funny. Like you know, he, <laughs> yeah, he uh, he got his shit kicked in by like the second or third character. He's like, Minmin, oh. I think it was. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I think Minmin beat him is like, oh, that's embarrassing. Like <laughs> it was very, like, very funny Sakurai moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like it, it didn't, it like you know, sometimes Sakurai loses and I think that's fine. Sure. Like, yeah, it didn't, um, I, I didn't have quite the same vibe that you did from watching him do that. I think he did kind of uh, show, like, a decent amount of Kazuya's arsenal. Of course, he did kind of lament at the end. He's like, oh, I want to do more cool things, right. but, uh, but the opportunity didn't come up for me to do them. Yeah. Um, but I think he was able to kind of showcase that, like, Kazuya's pretty versatile. He also does have weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, And there's probably some matchups that work better for him than others.
1: My instinct is that, and I think I've said this about previous characters, but I can't remember which one's offhand. Sure. My instinct is that Kazi is going to be one of those guys where, depending on how everything shakes out vis-a-vis other characters, he's either going to be like unstoppable but only two people in the world can play him or complete garbage and i can't tell which one it is yet it's I, gonna, we're going to have to wait and see what the meta shakes out to be
0: i think he'll he'll be solidly mid tier and uh and there will be a handful of people that can play him very well
1: yeah i'm i'm leaning toward garbage more than top tier in, in my estimation i just think that there are probably characters who are stronger and faster than him you know yeah. and kind of generally more effective
0: yeah like uh like you know mobility is always very important in smash and he has mm-hmm. some yes but like a surprising amount i think yeah 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 more than you would expect yeah um but yeah like uh one thing i was going to say is um when i when i when he listed off all those moves mm-hmm. to me there it did feel like there was a lot yeah uh but like as i saw each one i was like okay I can do that. Mhm. I can do that and I could do that. Like um like it felt uh like he actually managed to make like there's a lot of them. There's a lot of moves and I feel like if I actually had uh I actually like w- decided that I'm going to learn Kazuya, I'd be in the lab for a while just <laughs> memorizing uh-huh. uh which direction does which, right? <laughs> But, like, when I tried to learn Tekken characters in training mode, Mm -hmm. there were, like, it gives you kind of... Tekken has set button combinations for a lot of different combos. Yes. And, like, I couldn't pull, like, half of those off because, like, the, the execution, the timing, and also sometimes just, like, the variety of inputs was so complicated that, like... Uh, I could barely pull them off in training mode, let alone, like, a real match.
1: Yeah, and I mean, to be clear, like, I didn't see anything that was happening during that presentation. You know, it wasn't like seeing the super input for a King of Fighters character and being like, well, I will never physically be able to do that. Right, sure. It was more like just, you know, I have been given 50 inputs, and that is uh, 40 more inputs than every other Smash character (laughs) has. This is ridiculous. (laughs) That was my feeling. (laughs) Uh.
0: One thing that was funny was you, you had to watch, uh, you had to watch it in detail, like a day late, yeah, right, uh, because you you couldn't uh, you couldn't watch it with subs while you were at work, uh, right, right, yeah. Uh, but like you watch it today while you were home, and you, you come over to to my doorway, and you're like, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, cool, you you watch it, and you, and you're like, yeah, I think. They may have gone too far this time. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and I thought that was a really funny way to word that. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, that's, um, my, that's
1: an encapsulation of my feelings. about Yeah, Kazuya. yeah.
0: Like I'm, I'm almost on the opposite end. Like I definitely see where you're coming from. Mm. I think if I think Kazuya is very complicated, uh, but this is, this is the most accessible I've ever seen a Tekken character be. Right. Um, and as someone that has like tried to get into Tekken gameplay and, uh, particularly Tekken lore, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, I, I find that really appealing. And I'll also, I think one interesting thing that Sakurai said, uh, that also, like, I think, I think it almost kind of supports your argument in a way, but it also supports mine, <laughs> is part way th- like, once he said all the moves, he's like, uh, now you may, have seen a lot of moves right now and you may feel a little overwhelmed by them uh my advice is to just try out which moves you like and mm-hmm. then go from there you know right. uh, which is like uh which i think is good advice mm-hmm. and it's also something sakurai has never had to say during any of his
1: presentations before. right yeah and i you know it's also uh if i only play smash for fun if you want to enter a tournament, you can't go with the moves you like. you have yeah. to go with all the moves <laughs>
0: Good luck. I don't know like I feel like I feel like I've gone to street fighter tournaments mm-hmm. uh and still like you know- progressed a little right yeah n- I've never progressed a lot. neither yeah. of us have ever progressed a lot that's true. I've still progressed a little like not really utilizing birdie's full kit. I have like three moves that I love to use with birdie, mm-hmm. and that's like mainly like th- this is a very. This is a very simplified version yeah. of the argument. Like, uh, but yeah, I think, I think you can still be competent without like being like fully versed in a kid. And I think also his point is kind of like, see, see how he feels with just a handful of moves. Mm-hmm. And like, if you like how he feels based on that, you can learn the rest, you know, like kind of do it piecemeal. Sure. Yeah. I mean that, yeah, that like, that's.
1: That is a way that you can learn how to play a fighting game character. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But I I don't know. I just like I um Okay. Okay. At the end of Street Fighter IV's life cycle, they added evil Ryu to the game, or toward, I think, the latter half of it, right? Something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was um yeah, he, he was near the end. Uh, yeah. I forget whether he was I I think he might have been uh, added to Ultra Ultra Street Fighter, mm-hmm. right. and
1: because I, I earlier I was one thing I was going to say to you is. Um... You know, if they were to add a Marvel character to Street Fighter, they might be able to do it technically, but that doesn't mean that it's a good idea. (laughs) And I think that Evil Ryu was an example of exactly that happening. You know, like Mm. you would watch people, even people like Daigo, who are extremely fundamentals oriented, play Evil Ryu and do these ridiculous 26 hit combos that like almost no other character in the game could do. Mm. Um, And I, you know, like. I mean, sure, they pulled it off in that engine, uh, but it wasn't good for the health of the game. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that Kazuya is, like, OP uh, or that he's going to destroy anybody. I just don't think... I. I find him frustrating because I don't think that the way he's implemented now makes him feel like a Smash character. He feels mm-hmm. like a Tekken character. He's like a jigsaw piece that's been forced into the puzzle to me. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I think that the his the number of normals that he has and the way you can string them into combos it is kind of a thing that is inherently less accessible than a lot of other Smash content. Sure. And if you take that away and you rely just on his special moves, his special moves suit him, but they're also kind of boring. Like, <laughs> if, like if he were a special move focused character in the way that say, Sephiroth is, sure. uh, you know, he, he's a very standard Smash character in respect. What differentiates him is the number of normals that he has and yeah. the way that you can link them together. Sure. And if I don't like those, that I don't like him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I feel I feel differently. Like he's yeah. he feels like he feels like both a Tekken character, mm-hmm. right? And and a Smash character to me, in the way that Terry feels like very faithfully like a KOF character, mm-hmm. but still also like a Smash character.
1: I like Terry's implementation better. And I also right. like, you know, like Ryu and Ken for instance. Yeah. I, I really I think I prefer the way they were added in. I think for you and Ken, it was easier because they were kind of already Smash characters. You know, <laughs> they sort of have the number of moves that a Smash character does. Sure. Or, uh but uh but yeah, I I I appreciate the sort of artistry and the effort that clearly went into putting this character into Smash. If I were Sakurai, you know, I I would have pared him down a little bit. I would have sure. tried something different.
0: Sure. Yeah, for me, th- this is a much more successful implementation of Kazuya than I was dreading. Okay, I I think they kind of distilled down like kind of the core of like the philosophy of Tekken mm-hmm. and like kind of kind of got like the Cliff's Notes of Kazia down and kind of like uh <laughs> like kind of worked him into into a format that does manage to fit Smash. Maybe not like maybe not as well. As, uh, as every character, um, yeah, I don't know, like, uh, it's, <laughs> it's fun in Smash to just mash A and, like, get out his, like, ten-string combo. I do
1: like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, like, and, <laughs> and in regular Tekken, it's, it's too hard for me to pull off. It's sure. much, it's much more complicated to do his ten, his ten-string combo. Um, and I also really liked uh, kind of doing, like, the diagonal up and, and hitting A4 times to do, like, his little jumping, like, like hurricane kick thing. Oh. Where he kind of, like, does perfect. the spin kick, and then mm-hmm. he, does he like, jumps up and does the spin kick, and then, like... Right. And then he lands, but he keeps traveling along the floor with the spin kick. You like, do
1: love anything that's even slightly, like, Dan's kicks. Yeah. <laughs> From SF4. Uh, like, so I figured you'd like, like that. Like,
0: yeah, there were some things about Kazuya that just felt very satisfying. And um, I think if I were to try to, like, if we ever try to, like, take Smash to a tournament or something Never. for funsies. Well, why?
1: It wouldn't be fun. There's no
0: funsies <laughs> in Smash tournaments. It's all bullshit. Well, I don't know. We've just been covering Smash for so long. Yeah, but, like...
1: we, we could cover it. <laughs> <laughs> Well you know,
0: we, we can talk about that later. <laughs> I we've dipped our toes into so many other smash things, uh-huh. you know. It feels like it feels like one of the only things that's left.
1: Yeah, that can be the hole in our Swiss cheese, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> the holes make it nice.
0: <laughs> if hearing what's what Sean just said breaks your little heart let us know. Yeah. Let us absolutely. know on Twitter or in the Discord. Yeah. No, send us
1: send us listener mail. I'd love to argue with all of you chuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good to our fans. You're not chuckleheads. <laughs> You're giggleheads
0: at worst. <laughs> so anyway, if I were to like try to get like quasi competitive yeah. with a smash character, Kazuya might actually be on my short list. Oh, Okay. Like b- if if you say so. Yeah, he. I I don't know. There's just something about him. Like, uh, and and I I haven't said this about every Smash mm-hmm. character. Like, I think there's some people that like it's like, oh, new character. Right. I'm gonna main this <laughs> sure. for you know like. Uh, actually, like I've kind of been surprised at the amount of like new characters that I that I did not do that with. You know, that I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I sure. like I like the way this character is implemented, but uh, but yeah, like I like. I like characters that are versatile. Mm-hmm. I I like I like characters that have a lot of answers for different questions, sure, or for different situations. Yeah, you know. Um, and I also like characters that just when they need to can just hit real hard. Okay. Uh, and and Kaze is like he's very versatile. He's got a decent amount of mobility. Um, and. When I don't want to think too hard, his forward smash <laughs> is act, like also just hits real hard, mm-hmm. you know. And like some of his combo moves actually feel really uh, satisfying. He can just do cool shit, like just stomp someone off of a ledge. Yeah, you know. How
1: frequently are you really going to have the opportunity to do that, though? Yeah, you
0: know? I, I mean, yeah, because that's that's the thing. Like he, uh. Like, I think I think you'd have to play a lot to kind of get good at doing that in a real match, right? But he can kind of, like, clutch out wins in very specific situations. Also, g- people grabbing ledges is a big part of the game. I'm sure it'll come up at some point. I mean, yes, but, you
1: know, there is a period of invincibility when you do it, and people don't like to do it forever, ever yeah. since they kind of nerfed, you know... They made various changes to sort of hanging and edge guarding and stuff after melee. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like I, I for instance was trying to test out that move in training mode, and I could not get the AI <laughs> into a situation where I could do it. They would either get up too quickly or get you know whatever. Like I, I, I think my my impression, and I should say I've played Kazuya for ten minutes. Right. right? Like it's possible that I will be surprised. My impression of him is that. He seems like he has a lot of options for specific situations because he has a lot of moves, but they're not as effective in those situations as other characters would
0: be if they
1: were in the same situation. Does
0: that make sense it it does. I do think that like uh that some of the answers he has for different situations, there are other characters with better answers to those same situations. Mm-hmm. But I also think that the number of answers he has to like, he <laughs> he's a dude who just has like a bunch of B's and C's on his report card. Yeah, but he took a bunch of optional electives. <laughs> like his report card is like twice as long as anyone else's. Uh-huh. Right? And like, and yeah, there's a, there's a you know there there's a there's a dude over to the left that got like. That got A pluses in a couple of Kazuya C subjects. Mm-hmm. But bro, that guy didn't even take home Alright? <laughs> <laughs> and you should see Kazuya with oven bits on. <laughs> he looks gorgeous. He he bakes those pies <laughs> like like like
1: a C student. <laughs> <laughs> but at least he learned how. Well, I mean my feeling about that is that uh to To bring this back to fighting games. Um, <laughs> Wait, I, you don't like the
0: home analogy. <laughs> I
1: th- I love the home ec analogy. Aww. But in relation to fighting games, um, I think it's a, kind of a law in fighting games that specialists are almost always better than jacks of all trades. You know, mm. like, how many tournaments does Ryu win, realistically? Se-
0: several? In, not in the lore, you <laughs> nerd. No, not, I wasn't talking about the lore. But, like... But, like... He, there's this guy, I don't know if you've heard of him. His name's Daigo. Yeah,
1: he's fallen off a little bit, uh, you know, over the course of the past 15 years.
0: Sure. I don't know. Even even now, you can, you'll still see Ryu's and Kens in the top eight. You mm-hmm. know,
1: like. But if they're making it to the top eight and they're not going all the way, then like, why would complicated Ryu be any be- better? Better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I I think I think there's something about him. Like yeah. I, because I played him for 20 minutes right yes Uh, and
1: i mean i mean again it's early days yeah these are all my impressions after you know i mean he came out today a couple of hours before we started recording this yeah yeah um it is entirely possible that he will kick ass and be ridiculously good or even just pretty good yeah Uh, i don't know but but my my feelings about him at this time are that while i appreciate the craft. And I appreciate the sincerity of bringing him to smash uh he's a little too tekken uh, <laughs> for smash that's that's my feeling
0: yeah i uh yeah i think even competitive stuff not notwithstanding uh he he feels like i i guess for me especially yeah. i love uh i love when uh smash editions and really fighting game editions in general. Uh, like, feel like their game, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, no, I, I like that too. I actually remember in Brawl
1: when I first played Sonic, I thought, my God, it feels like playing Sonic. You know, <laughs> this is really cool. I'm yeah. doing do down. I'm doing the spin dash. Right. Yeah, that was
0: neat. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, there's, <sighs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go outside of Smash for a second, but one character, uh, whose implementation I really ended up loving, mm-hmm. um. In uh, in Rivals of Ether, yeah, is uh, when they made when they added Shovel Knight as a guest character. Actually, oh God, uh, because twist the knife a little more,
1: why don't you? <laughs> uh, because talk about how much you loved Heihachi and Soul
0: Calibur. <laughs> as Shovel Knight, when you hit opponents in Rivals of Ether, you knock gems out of them, mm-hmm. and uh, the gems are collectible. Right. Uh, when you collect enough gems, you can taunt to open up a shop and buy upgrades for Shovel Knight. Sure. Uh, so like. Uh, to an extent, uh, when you play Shovel Knight, you're kind of playing Shovel Knight mm-hmm. uh, while you play Rivals of Ether, um, and like, uh, yeah, I always really like, I really dig and love and respect when that happens. Uh, <laughs> uh, a more, a more fringe, a bit weirder of an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite characters of all time is. Uh, is Junpei in, right. in Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, a uh, dude with a baseball bat, uh, but he has a little meter in the side of the screen that's like a baseball-like inning-like mm-hmm. uh, like diagram, and uh, basically the uh, every time he gets a hit with his baseball bat, you get a base. The more bases you get, the more runs you get, and the higher his baseball score is, the more powerful he is, right? He, his attack gets gets higher. His speed gets more. He uh, he starts uh, regenerating health automatically, um, and uh, he just gets stronger, better, and faster. The better you are at this baseball <laughs> mini game within the right. fighting game, and to be clear, you know, I also
1: love when fighting games do stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's very cool when they're able to kind of incorporate the mechanics of the game. Uh, into kind of whatever a guest character is doing, I think that's really neat, yeah uh I just think that I don't like the way they did it in this specific instance is <laughs> basically where i land i, I yeah. just I, and and
0: i i think I think that's respectable yeah. I, I think it's i think it's fine like not uh not to like that mm-hmm. you know i i don't uh I don't think that's like a bad opinion or anything
1: sure sure um and, yeah, I mean, to be clear, you know, if, if you enjoy playing Kazuya, uh, you know, I I don't want to ruin your fun. Um, I, and uh, for people who enjoy him, I'm, I am, for instance, excited to see what pros are able to do with him, what my friends are able to do with him. Yeah. Uh, it was just, like, the longer I watched that presentation, the more frustrated I became, <laughs> and that was a bad feeling, and now here we are.
0: Yeah, uh... Yeah no I I was I was like wow like like he's he's really thoroughly implementing Tekken but it still feels like Smash and this is like really cool like I can't wait to get my hands on him and, and I uh, was just sitting there going he has an input
1: when you let go of crouch but you have not stood up
0: yet. <laughs> Holy shit. I did I did forget completely about that input <laughs> when I was uh when I was like what one, one thing I love is you can just if you do the shore you can input uh if you do the shore you can input uh but you don't press a button Kazuya will just do a Tekken wave dash. Yes. Yes. Uh that you, that I thought was pretty cute. And and you you can kind of mash that to having you know mm-hmm. do like do 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 right.
1: Yeah uh one thing i was going to mention i don't know 30 minutes ago when we were still (laughs) talking about this uh is uh he has actually like if you hold back if you hold away from your opponent and you press a Mm -hmm. he has like a kick that has decent range yeah and i was thinking like oh i like this move you know if i were to play more kazi i'd want to work this into my toolkit yeah and i kept trying to do it and what i would do instead is i would tap the uh, analog stick push a and i would do a smash attack in the opposite direction right instead of kicking and there are a couple of things like that where it's like boy i wish i could turn off tap smashes basically right you know because this is ruining my shit
0: are are you sure that you can't
1: I don't know, but... I, I, th- I, I, don't think, know.
0: I think you can turn that off, actually.
1: Okay, well, if you're learning Kazuya, I recommend turning that off if you can. <laughs> I wish I sucks. could
0: do this. I'm not going to research whether or not I can. Well, fuck, Daniel. We I had ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, either... Uh, so either way, um, uh, a lot of Kazuya stuff was shown off. Um, yeah. He has a... Uh, uh his final smash is a big ol it's it's another kind of cutscene one. Mm-hmm. Uh but it does have
1: kind of a cool effect which I liked, which is that, you know, it's it's like a big kind of beam that could hit multiple people. That yeah. was good. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um is there anything else Kazuya specific that uh that Sakurai talked about that we haven't covered yet? I don't think so. Okay. Um so he showed off the stage, right? Yeah. Um and I have to say even though the
1: stage involves a character that I do not like, <laughs> I liked the stage. I thought the stage was cool.
0: Uh the the stage very cool. Yeah, like, I think it's... I was
1: just I was relieved that it wasn't like a traveling stage. You know? Yes. That was great.
0: Yeah, uh, it's called the Mishima Dojo yes. and it's uh it's Heihachi's and it's Heihachi's Dojo actually right. instead of uh instead of Kazuya, and therefore Heihachi is there hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to make his little cameo his hair um, in full effect. And uh and yeah, I actually really like the stage. It's mm-hmm. um like it's it's kinda walled off. Right. It's uh, basically a box. Yeah, it's basically yeah, it's basically a box, but when you when you hit the walls enough they break. Right. You can knock people off the sides. You can break the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um and and if you manage to break every part of the stage before it regenerates, it has a very different look. Yes. Um but it does like Sakurai at one
1: point said, like and the walls will mysteriously reform <laughs> which is very Sakurai.
0: yes, yes, it is, but yeah, I like it because it manages to um it manages to be kind of like the King of fighters stage, mm-hmm. right, uh kind of like Terry's stage where where you to an extent have the feeling of it just being kind of like a two d right like a regular two d fighting game stage. Um, but it also managed to feel different than that stage. Yes. You know, it it, uh, it it implements the same idea in a different way, and I dig that.
1: No, me too. Yeah. I, I was uh I was more satisfied with the stage than I was with the character, I think <laughs> to an extent. Uh, uh yeah, I I just really like it mechanically, I like the look, and uh, you know, even though I'm Heihachi's sworn enemy uh i do appreciate that like if you get a good ko he'll be like mm. you know he like appreciates it yeah i dig yeah. that
0: yeah it's a cool stage i actually really like it a lot
1: i was surprised that there weren't like 17 tekken characters hanging around that pose when somebody gets a ko uh since <laughs> the- that's been what they've been doing for a while <laughs>
0: they've done uh okay they've done it <laughs> twice so far in uh, my
1: memory right well good i'm glad third time wasn't the charm <laughs> You don't know what the next character's gonna be. Oh, God. Well, actually, if it was Sora and then, like, Disney characters were in the background, or that, even Square Enix
0: characters, yeah. I'm, I'm about that. Yeah, like if like if it was Destiny Island and, like, Titus and Waka right. are in the back and Riku's cheering you on. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd dig that, actually. Um. Okay, so, the music. Yes. Uh, so we got another big boy music contribution. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I love. Big boy beats. Uh... <laughs> 39 new songs were added. Woo! Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, eight of them are new arrangements. Yeah, I was pleased with
1: the number of arrangements. That felt like a solid number. Good,
0: good number. Mm-hmm. Uh, good number. I'm, I'm happy with the number of arrangements. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll just do the list per use. Sure. Uh, first I'll just list all of the, uh, I'll, I'll just list all of the uh, the songs that have just been pasted in sure. from their original source. I
1: should say I did not listen to all of these because there were too many for me to do that too.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I actually so far have mostly only listened to the arrangements. Yeah. So from the original Tekken, Marine Stadium Japan, Chicago USA, and Kyoto Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Tekken 2, uh, Heihachi Mishima, The King of Iron Fist, uh, Kazuya Mishima, Devil Kazuya, and emotionless passion mm-hmm. from Tekken 3, uh, uh, attract Embu slash character select, uh, Huarang, Jin Kazuma, Hihachi Mishima, right? Uh, from Tekken Tag Tournament 1, opening movie and Jin Stage, mm-hmm. from Tekken 4, Kitsch, Bit Crusher, from Tekken 5, Red Hot Fist, Moonlit Wilderness, and Poolside. <laughs> Uh, From Tekken 5, Dark Resurrection, uh, Snow Castle, Into Nirvana, and RESURRECTION in all caps. (laughs) Uh, From Tekken 6, Ethno Evening, Yuki in all caps, and only one fight. Mm -hmm. From Tekken 6, Bloodline Rebellion, Arisa... And Yodeling and Meadow Hill.
1: I have heard that song yes. It's fucking great. Yeah,
0: that that slaps so hard actually. Yeah. That that's a great ass song.
1: I was on a thread on the Smash Bros. subreddit where they were talking about like, you know, like what's your favorite Tekken music that's appearing in this game. Uh, and I think the top, the three top-voted answers were all Yodeling and whatever you said, whatever that uh, song is called. Yodeling in Meadow Hill. Yodeling in Meadow Hill, yeah. And uh, it's great. It is it's, great. I mean, it's just someone Yodeling yeah. to, to, like, techno. Uh,
0: Tekken Tag Tournament 2, Abyss of Time and Plucking Tulips, Tekken Revolution, New World Order. Uh, from Tekken Revolution, New World Order, and No Easy Way Out. And then from Tekken 7, Heat, Haze, Shadow, and Duomo D Serio first. So those are all the original tracks. All right, that's yeah, that's that's a healthy number. Yeah, so thirty one songs. Right. Uh, and then uh, the rearrangements mm-hmm. and the the people that rearranged them. Uh, a a remix of Kazuya Mishima Devil Kazuya from Tekken Two. Right. Uh, from Yusuke Kudo, who has done some Smash Ultimate uh, remixes already, and also. Did the soundtrack for Ace Combat Seven? Okay. Um. With and I, I thought this one was pretty good actually. Yeah. I yeah.
1: Th- this a-, a lot of them kind of blended together for me, but I yeah. do remember thinking that this not I didn't dislike any of them, and this one was
0: solid. Yeah. This. Yeah. This. This one like kind of sounded like the original, but had like a little extra punch to it in a mm-hmm. way that I liked. Uh, two rearrangements from Tekken Six. Dist thins out, not dust, mm-hmm. but dist. Dist thins out. And Karma both were rearranged by Nobuko Toda, right? Who has uh, who's done music for Metal Gear Solid Three and other MGS games like Acid. Yeah, yeah. Obviously a fan. Yeah, <laughs> in, in my case. Um, from Tekken Tag Tournament Two, Landscape Under the Ghost Kaminano. <laughs> uh, from Ace. That sounds like a whole manga. <laughs> <laughs> Landscape Under the Ghost Kaminano does sound like a manga. Uh, I'd read that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Ace. Ace of Xenoblade Chronicles Fame, right? Uh, remix this one. I thought it was a pretty solid remix. not, yeah. not Ace's best work, mm-hmm. but, but like, Ace
1: always does at least you know B tier stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and, and that and that was at least a B. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then f- uh, four tracks from Tekken Seven. Yeah, uh, Dojo Japanese style mix mm-hmm. uh, from Rio Hamamoto, who's actually done uh Tekken 7 music. Oh, okay. Uh, he's also done Tekken 5 music, he's done Pokemon tournament music, huh. and he did music for Damon X Machina. That's cool. Um so for all I know, uh he did a remix of his own song, which happens sometimes. That's true. Um, Yoko Shimomura's gotten to do that on a couple occasions. I yes. Think. Yeah, and of course our, our boy Toby. Of course. Of course. Uh Moon First rearranged by Yoko Shimamura. Speaking of
1: yeah. And uh, yeah, I like this one a lot. Yes. As as I do, you know, I mean anything Yoko Shimomura does. Yes. Yoko Shimomura could write like a jingle that plays when the light turns green at the intersection. <laughs> I'd be like, "You got us." Incredible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, this this was one of my favorite tracks. Yeah. As Yoko Shimomura remixes generally are when it comes to Smash. Yeah, great. Uh, I want to give a uh, a special shout out to uh to Frequent uh smashing theory uh, fan <laughs> uh, Garrett D. Uh-huh. I who, can't uh, imagine why who actually messaged me on Facebook this morning yeah uh, bef- like hours and hours before <laughs> the update hit and he said uh, so this song Moonsiders first is is one of the songs that's getting remixed. If it's not remixed by Yoko Shimamura, I will drink my own piss. Well, I'm so
1: glad you don't have to do that. <laughs> like that, like
0: the combination of like of of the specificity of that uh-huh. prediction and the stakes he attached to it. Yeah, and then he ended up being right. Like that's
1: that's that's a bolder prediction than either of us have ever made. <laughs> I don't know about ever. You have never said you would drink your own piss. If a prediction didn't come true.
0: And I don't know if if that's going to happen anytime in the near future either, TBH. Good. Uh, You shouldn't do that. But, you know, um, when he said that, my reaction was, that's pretty good and that feels pretty likely, actually. (laughs) Like, I I did, like, you know, my brain didn't put together that specific situation. Mm -hmm. But, uh you know, it felt in the cards at the same time.
1: Sure, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I could see it happening, but I wouldn't be so confident about it that I would wager consuming my own urine <laughs> as as the, you know, sort of the condition on that being false. I might say, you know, I bet this song is going to be arranged by Yoko Shimomura, uh, but I would not say, and if it isn't, then I will, you know... Uh, give myself a black eye for instance (laughs) i i i'm not willing to do anything at all in fact (laughs) (laughs) when i make predictions (laughs) at some kind of consequence uh well (laughs) so garrett you're a braver man than i am (laughs) i salute you If you ever want to do a podcast called A Dangerous Theory,
0: <laughs> you have my blessing. Oh, God. Just <laughs> Have you heard of this new podcast? <laughs> a dude just drinks pee on air just several times. Not all the time, because he only does it when he gets something wrong but when he's wrong he drinks so much pee it's, it's like the worst
1: russian roulette ever
0: <laughs> but anyway uh there are two more songs yeah one of them was desperate struggle also remixed by uh, Nobuko Toda right and uh and finally aloneness from Yusugimoto who uh whose only uh whose only credit i could find was for Soul Calibur 6 and like some idol master stuff wow uh this was actually my favorite. Mine too. Yeah, I like, thought it was so good. Yeah, like you like I actually just had it like playing like for a <laughs> uh-huh. while like while I was like looking stuff up writing stuff down. I just yeah. had that playing in the background cuz it sounded so good. Uh cuz yeah, when you search for Yusugimoto, the first result is actually like an actress in Japan. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh but no, Yusugimoto, the composer uh has done Soul Calibur 6. Okay. Um, well, cool. Yeah, and uh and yeah, this this was yeah that was great that was yeah. a great track like that yeah no they nailed it yeah i think my top three uh in order would probably be aloneness uh from yusuke moto alone uh, i just said that uh aloneness look my or, my, my, top my, three my top three favorite presidents are barack obama barack obama <laughs> and hey. b Obies, <laughs> a.k.a. Barack Obama. I see. Uh Yeah, Aloneness from Yusugimoto, Moonsiders First from Yoko Shukamura in second place, and then mm-hmm. third place is uh Kazuyo Mishima, Devil Kazuya from uh, from the Ace Combat 7 guy.
1: My top two are your top two. I don't remember any of the other songs well enough to say <laughs> that they are my third. Yeah. Uh, the two most memorable were, were easily, yeah, those two. Yeah, good. And IMO.
0: They were good shit. And IYO. Uh, so <laughs> move. Uh, so <laughs> so then, uh, Sakurai ended the presentation uh with a couple things. Yeah. Uh, he he showed a Min Min Amiibo at the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Again, he just like <laughs> he just like reached across the screen uh-huh. and pulled her over from the edge.
1: He was like, "Oh, she's really fragile. Hold yeah. on." And, then, and yeah.
0: yeah, and he and he said something like, "You guys really want amiibos? So I guess we're we're <laughs> gonna try to keep making them." I don't know if he, I he said he didn't really see themselves. He said it would be weird if they made a Kazuya amiibo, and I don't know why he said that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, he'd
1: be intimidated by that rippling musculature. I mean,
0: I don't. Know. I got nothing. So, uh, but the big thing, the big thing he showed at the end, uh, was of course the Hope and Dream Shatterer, uh, of showing off several new me costumes. And I mean, he he stomped on the dreams he, this time. Yeah, he stomped pretty hard. Yeah, uh, because there were some big, uh, some some pretty big ones. Oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, so the f- so first was uh, Lloyd Irving as a sword fighter, um, mm-hmm. Lloyd Irving from Tales of Symphonia. Yeah, um, he's been a weirdly popular pick actually for a while. Yeah. I remember
1: that coming up in the early days of our podcast. Actually. Yeah, we're
0: like, yeah, Lloyd Irving. Yeah, not now. Nope. And uh, and I think also we've said on this podcast like I don't know when was the last time we brought it up, but I but we've pointed out that Lloyd Irving was the uh, the last, uh, the last me costume, uh, from Smash Four that mm-hmm. hasn't reappeared in Ultimate right. as either a, a me costume again or like a a new fully upgraded fighter. And when I said that, I also said that I th- that I thought that even though there have been some me costume upgrades, right? Mm-hmm. There've been some characters that were me costumes in Four that turned into full fighters in Five. Sure. Even though that was the case, I did not think. That Lloyd Irving would get the upgrade. I thought Lloyd Irving would re- return, yeah, but as a sword fighter again. And you got it. Yep. Uh, and uh, the next three were new additions to Smash Ultimate. Yes, as Mii fighters. Uh, the first is the Dragonborn from Skyrim, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, as a sword fighter. Um, yeah, correct. Right. And uh, and I I don't I don't think. Uh, the Dragonborn has been a super popular request, but I have seen it. Yeah, I've seen it too. Mm-hmm. I think more people have been requesting the Doom Slayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that's interesting is that uh is that Vault Boy was a costume a while back. Right. Right, and now Dragonborn is, and that's two me costumes from Bethesda properties hmm. being released at different times. Okay. So but Beth- Bethesda keeps giving smash stuff. So the question is uh will we see Doom Slayer as a me gunner in the last pack? <laughs> or or will we see Doom Slayer as like a character? Will he be like the last reveal?
1: Uh I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say no, Yeah, but I
0: do think that he's going to be a me costume. I think that's
1: entirely possible.
0: Yeah. And I think the last two probably hit people the hardest. Yeah. So first was Dante being added as a sword fighter, Dante from Devil May Cry. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, I've, I've seen more and more and more requests for Dante over yeah. the lifespan of Ultimate. Yeah. Uh. And and we've even like discussed Dante as like a distinct possibility mm-hmm. at times. Uh, but I, lately I'd have been landing on, I think, I think Dante could show up as a Mii fighter. Right. And, and here he is, here he is as a Mii fighter. One interesting thing is both the Dragonborn and Dante, so like you know, whenever Mii Fighters show up, it's like Lloyd Irving. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Cross, Tales of Symphonia. Right. Right? But for D- Dragonborn and Dante, it was like, t- you know, Smash Bros. Cross, <laughs> Dragonborn. Uh-huh. Smash Bros. Cross, Dante.
1: Yeah, I saw a lot of jokes that were like, ah, yes, that famous Capcom game, Dante. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, featuring I saw, like, the logo, right? It was like, featuring Dante <laughs> from the Dante series. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know why they did that? I don't. Uh, so... Uh this is really interesting. I don't know how interesting this is actually, but okay. this is uh there's a very weird rule uh, enforced by the ESRB mm-hmm. in the United States where uh where if uh if your game gets rated a certain rating, yeah uh you cannot name drop games with a more mature rating than yours oh. in promotional material without raising your own rating. Wow. So so Smash Bros. being a T-rated game, whenever mm-hmm. they show characters from M-rated games, they have to mention the character, not the game. Huh. Yeah. Which I think is another ding against uh, Doom Slayer. Yeah. Potentially. Because sure. Bayonetta's there. That, mm, that's that, true. That must be a rule that the ESRB implemented, like... Recently, right? Because I'm, um, I forget. Actually, I'm pretty sure they did like Smash Cross Bayonetta, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so, yeah, that's a weird situation where that's yeah. her
0: name and also the name of the game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, they
1: just went to the ESRB and they were like, "Look, when we say Bayonetta, we mean <laughs> the character Bayonetta."
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Either way, in the uh, in the Japanese version of the presentation uh that's not a thing it's just okay it's just smash cross devil may cry smash uh-huh. cross skyrim yeah
1: i was sitting there and i was thinking like for, for a split second i was like is it because it has devil in the name no that doesn't make any sense because sakurai has said devil gene
0: 57 times <laughs> during this presentation right <laughs> Yeah, because they've also done that for uh for games like No More Heroes right. and uh, and I think Fallout even okay because because they did like you know Smash Cross Vault Boy mm-hmm. Smash Cross Travis remember that it was <laughs> uh-huh. just, it was just yeah. Travis yeah uh, yeah okay and finally a prediction we actually got right Ooh. um a long time ago you and I kind of hashed out. Uh, which characters could show up as me costumes right. in future installments, in future like DLC packs and stuff? Yeah, and uh, we've we guessed several things that have ended up being right over over the mm-hmm. the months. You know, like uh, like Travis touchdown as a me sword fighter, we sure. got that right. Yeah. Um, and one of my guesses was Shante as a me brawler. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I specified that, like, yeah, I think Shante will be in at some point, but as a me costume. Because I think, uh, I think the, the two indies that are, that would be most likely to actually get playable status, yeah. Shovel Knight and Undertale, have already been represented in, like, non-fully playable ways. Right, right. Right? Uh, so, like, Shantae isn't going to be in his playable <laughs> over those characters, you right? Know? Um and uh and unfortunately for many i was i was right today Shantae uh-huh. was the last shown character represented as a me brawler mm-hmm. and uh, and like the other indie characters uh like sans uh
1: like who?
0: <laughs> like sans yeah and like uh cuphead uh, she comes with her own music track if you buy her yes that's great yeah that that is great um, I don't know if it's a remix. I think it's just uh Either way it's it's very much your typical sort of jaunty Shantae fair. Yeah, you know? and and that's great. Yeah. Yeah, Shantae music's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So uh so yeah, saw saw a lot of a lot of sadness online. Yeah, I saw so this a bit more a bit more than usual. I think
1: I saw this great screen cap. Of, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So it's someone reacting to Dante and then Shante. Yeah, and for Dante, it's ha 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 ha, and for Shante, it's no. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that
0: that person did post later is like I I did I did stage that I posted that to be funny. Well, they but, were funny. Yeah, they were funny. They yeah. did a good job. Uh, and yeah, then then he after showing Min Min, he ended the presentation. Mm-hmm. We waited a day. We played the update. Yeah, uh, we ended up kind of mixing our impressions of Kazuya into. Yeah, our... I have no more impressions of Kazuya, <laughs> yeah. I should say. Yeah, uh, but I'll at least say the spirits that are in the game. Sure. Um, because uh, because yeah, Sakurai didn't really like go into detail on the spirits, and I ended up playing all the spirit uh, matches. He did. Um, but I won't go into too much detail. Uh, on all of them, mm-hmm. um, these spirits are uh, Kuma and Panda as a novice spirit. Great. Uh, yeah. For some reason, it was just two like it was two me brawlers wearing like bear suits. Uh, should have been two banjos. It should. Yeah. I I wonder if there's bears in the game. I I wonder if there's like if there was a legal issue there, like maybe, uh, maybe right. Microsoft wasn't cool with Kuma and Panda, or maybe Namco wasn't cool all with right. Kuma and Panda being. Uh, represented by Banjo. Sure. Or maybe the fact that Banjo comes with Kazooie made it too weird. <laughs> but they could have made it a Banjo that doesn't use Kazooie, like he only uses like his charge attack or something. Sure. Um, Azuka Kazama, another novice. Uh, Jack Seven, a novice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nina Williams is an advanced spirit. Nice. Uh, she was uh, She was a Zero Suit Samus on the... On the metal Gear stage right which very much fits Nina williams whole secret agent thing sure uh Paul Phoenix and marshall lee as a as an- uh as an advanced spirit like the two of them together okay king and armor king uh a pair of Incinerors. <laughs> that's pretty uh, great. on the on the punch out stage uh-huh. uh- uh Yoshi mitsu um a me sword fighter in like a ninja garb okay um uh Jin Kazuma, who, uh, who is Kaz- Kazuya's, gra- uh, Kazuya's son? Right, your
1: your prediction.
0: Yes, when you were still predicting yeah, the Tekken character, he is an Ace Spirit, and he's um, he is a Kazuya. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, who, when you beat him, another stronger Kazuya shows up. <laughs> and actually, I did not manage to beat him before I came and recorded this shit. Okay. Uh, and Heihachi, Ugh. uh, a legend. In his hey, own mind, Heihachi, an absolute legend, uh, absolute unit. Uh, uh, uh <laughs> he, uh, he's either just a regular Mii fighter or he is, uh, he is a Mii fighter in the Heihachi costume, <laughs> right? If you have the Heihachi Mii fighter, yeah. I, uh, I considered, uh, buying the Heihachi Me costume <laughs> just to like just to have me uh-huh. like fight Heihachi. Uh but I, I haven't done that yet. Uh I, I will
1: only be beating
0: up uh dollar store Heihachi
1: <laughs> myself.
0: Um the the way they the way they um they emulate the hair on the regular Me Fighter is very funny. Yes, like, it they, is impressive. They give him like a stupid mask or something. Yeah. But yeah, he's a legend, and you fight him on the and you fight him at Mishima Dojo, and uh, and every legend spirit has has like a new spirit ability that no other spirit in the game has had. Uh, Heihachi's ability is fist and foot attack up. That's clever. Yeah, it's it's I like good. That. Yeah, I I like that. Yeah, and yeah, those yeah the I I think the spirits are very well implemented. Uh, Kazuya's um. Kazuya's classic mode. Oh, I forget what it's called now.
1: Called No Heihachi Here. And uh, it's just every character comes on and they fight the Heihachi amiibo and beat it and then taunt and then you fight them. Uh, so we can move on now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fighting Fists with Fists is, okay. is the name of his classic mode. And uh, and it's, it's pretty much largely what you'd expect. It's uh-huh. stamina fights. One on one against different fighting game characters, yeah, like, uh, like Ryu, Little um, Mac, yeah, L- Little Mac, yeah. Um, and then the last fight is actually against uh, another Kazuya on Mishima Dojo. Uh, or is it? No, it's the volcano. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's against another. Uh, it's against another Kazuya at a volcano. Uh, and and when you when you beat him, he reappears super powered. Yeah. Um. And uh, and that that's supposed to, like, reflect the the fight with Kazuya at the, the volcano. It's yeah, the, it's the, cute. the fight that Heihachi and Mishima had at the volcano, right? Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, um, not not the most like mind-blowingly creative classic yeah. mode, but uh, but yeah, it's pretty standard, but it's not like offensive. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> boy, I like. I I got I got flattened a lot as cozy and classic mode actually. I'd mm-hmm. say a bit more than usual. Um and I I think his learning curve is 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 a bit higher than average. Yeah, I would say yeah, I for, would say so. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh but yeah, I, I still I still had a pretty good time with the update. All right, um Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> I mean, I am. <laughs>
1: I'm happy for you. I'm glad that you're enjoying this new character. Uh, you thank, should have fun playing him.
0: Th- thank you, Sean. You're welcome. <laughs> I just said, uh, I sense a lot of investment from you. It feels really nice. You well, know, like... yeah, that's
1: because I'm really into this character. <laughs>
0: <I> love him. <laughs> I think,
1: think, think he's implemented perfectly. And, you know, as soon as I played him, I thought to myself, this is the guy
0: for me. That's why. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I think it's a good good update overall. Like uh mm-hmm. yeah. Uh Kazi at the very least is implemented in a very interesting way. Yes. Uh a
1: lot of great tracks for yeah. music. Yes. Stage, stage is great.
0: Stage is awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh and I do think that the the uh sticker fights seem fun. Yeah, uh the the spirits. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what they are. Whatever, <laughs> they're stickers. <laughs> They're little bitty stickers that you stick on yourself to power yourself.
0: Anyway, let's see if we have any listener mail. Zoop <laughs> <laughs> Russell,
1: Russell, Russell. A pool. Rip rip rip. I opened
0: it. So yeah. <laughs> uh History Bowler on Twitter. Oh. Uh says, Who is your prediction? For the Heartbreaker Me costume in the last round, <laughs> I would say that's Crash's spot. Oh, okay. But I don't think they have anything from Activision yet. Instead, based on some of the previous Me costumes, I'm going with Doom Slayer. Okay. Alright, thanks
1: History Bowler. Thanks History Bowler. Make sure next time to tell us some facts about the history of bowling. M- maybe they don't know any. Find some out.
0: <laughs> Wikipedia. Uh uh yeah i think that's a great question i do as well yeah. yeah uh and i think there will absolutely be like at least one heartbreaker mikashima oh end. yeah uh we've they they were on our wavelength when they said doom slayer mm-hmm. uh like we we already mentioned that without me reading this yeah uh and i i think crash isn't a bad answer i think so too especially like uh <laughs> it'd be kind of fun in a meta way because what they could do is they could have it be like a crash costume with like a hole in the mouth, uh, right? That, uh-huh. that the, that the Mii's head, head pops through. through. Yeah, yeah. Which would basically be like you playing as <laughs> the dude in the crash bandicoot uh-huh. costume from the commercial. That'd be really great. Actually. That I, I almost want that more than I want like actual crash bandicoot. I do want that more than I want actual <laughs> crash bandicoot. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I don't think that it'll be Sora. If they manage to get the rights for Sora in any yeah, capacity, don't, don't
1: make him an. I almost said amiibo. <laughs> uh, don't make him a me fighter.
0: You yeah, know, don't do that. Yeah, if they if they manage to like to untangle that web of legal rights to the <laughs> character, they're not going to waste that on a me costume. Yeah,
1: no, I think that I'm going to uh, uh, join ranks with our listener, and I'm going to say that it'll be Crash.
0: Um. Yeah, but
1: pick pick something different. Sora. But you just said it wouldn't be Sora. <laughs> okay, I'm just picking something because I do think it's Crash, but I can't pick Crash, so I'm picking whatever <laughs> no, I want.
0: Don't, don't pick Sora. I think it'll be Sakurai.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would right. be it would be kind of hilarious if it was Sora, though heartbreaking, but also
0: like I would laugh. Yeah. So yeah, heartbreaking, but also like. Maybe one of the most unlikely things we've ever said. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, I, I do feel like there's something. Dante was a big one. Yeah. Um, I could actually see it being Ryu Hayabusa. Oh, okay. But I don't uh-huh. know how much of a heartbreaker that I'd actually be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And we already got Gino. Can't break that heart twice. Can- <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's... That's all. That's almost a very poetic thing of you to say. Can't break that heart twice. Ah,
1: uh, well, I'm a poem. Man. <laughs> I actually, in college, I got my minor in uh, literature, so I kind of am a poem man. I had to write poetry to do that, and it was bad.
0: Any other ideas for a for a
1: heartbreaker me costume? Agumon. Oh. <laughs> Because you can imagine, just like the the mouth is open, and then your head is on the inside. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, and it could be like a meat gunner, maybe. Sure. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll accept that. Okay. I'll accept that. It would break my heart. Yeah, that's true. Although, I guess I'd be, I guess I'd be kind of glad to see him represented in any way at this okay. point. Um, Chibi like... Robo. Now I'm
1: just trying to break your heart yeah, specifically. I think. Is there I th- one already? I think there is one already, oh, shit. maybe. Okay. Hold on.
0: Yes, there is. Wow. Yeah, there is a chibi Robo Me Gunner costume.
1: Oh. Okay. Your fiance Lee but that would that would make my heart warm. Well, because now Lee would only
0: exist in the world of Smash. That's not how <laughs> me costumes work. It's totally. I how can they still work. go and play Chibi Robo. When games. Sakurai
1: makes himself a me costume, he will cease to
0: exist <laughs> in the physical world. You already gave an answer. I'm quasi satisfied with.
1: Uh he'll only be in the digital world, Sakurai. That's how he's going to step down and retire. Now you are
0: the one. <laughs> be- it's making this longer than it needs to be thanks
1: history of bowling
0: uh bowler what what uh who His- history bowler thanks history bowler garrett d sent us a little something Alrighty. righty uh piss free thank god <laughs> fun fact mario and Rabbids is hype as hell it's actually so good and hard the <laughs> sequel is one of my favorite announcements of e3 hmm. i think sean would love it if he likes fire emblem it trades anime bullshit for okay puzzles, but it's honestly pretty challenging. I have some minor gripes with certain parts, but overall the execution of an accessible but overall the execution of an accessible tactics RPG with an element of only Mario could get away with this is 10 out of 10. Overall 9 out of 10, I think. You know, Garrett, uh, first of all, thank you
1: for writing in. Yeah, thanks, Garrett. I think that Mario & Rabbids would have been a day one purchase for me if instead of Mario & Rabbids it had been like Super Mario Tactics and there had been no Rabbids in it. (laughs) Like, if it was that gameplay and it was just the cast of Mario, I would have played it six ways from Sunday at this point. (laughs) I just... I don't love rabbits. Yeah, like, uh, so it was a hard sell, especially at full price. It was just a hard sell for me.
0: Oh yeah, sometimes though it pops up on the eShop for like fourteen bucks. Well, yeah, actually the most recent sale they had it was like the lowest price it's ever been. Oh nice. Yeah. Okay. That the sale's next, over though.
1: I was going to say you know the next time it goes on sale maybe I'll snap it up. Yeah. Because that's a, that's quite a testimonial.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I i I had a different experience with Marion Rapids* than Garrett did mm-hmm. like I, I played it and i I thought it was enjoyable like but I, sure. I didn't get super far in
1: it, yeah, um, we do sometimes have different tastes in video games it's though.
0: it's true, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and smash characters, yes, but yeah, thanks Garrett d good question, yeah, thanks Garrett d and thank you to everyone that sent in mail, yeah, um, yeah,, this, uh, yeah, this was kind of a a short one because we we asked for mail like like three hours ago. Yeah. Uh. But but thanks to everyone that uh that did manage to zip in, um, zip into the mailbag. If you want to see anything else from us, we have a Patreon, mm-hmm. Patreon dot com slash beep group. Um. Sometimes we do cool things like bonus content and whatnot. Uh, at the very least, every month we have a Patreon exclusive podcast called "Beep Boop Soup," yeah, uh, which uh, which is pretty silly and fun. And if you back at at least five bucks, uh, we give you exclusive Discord access. True, we got a nice little Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah all, all the
1: classic, uh, you know, uh,
0: special thanks people are in there. Speaking of special thanks, mm-hmm. if you pledge at least twenty bucks uh we will uh after the music plays at the end of this episode uh especially thank you yes Uh, while playing more music yeah and and some of our best uh and worst bits have been <laughs> in the special thanks segment it's so. all best
1: as far as i'm concerned <laughs>
0: uh but but either way if you feel like supporting us there's a lot to enjoy there i s- so agree <laughs> Next time, on A Smashing Theory, uh, we've reached the end of our E3 journey for the year. All right. And so we'll probably, we might we might take a, a break for an extra week or two. Sure. Uh, but, uh, when we come back, uh, I'm not positive what we'll do yet, but maybe we'll do Evo predictions or something. All right. Let us know if Evo predictions this year sound interesting to you. Yeah. Because uh, Evo's weird this year. It is. So... So if you would be... I am
1: at least glad that they've excised the tumor from <laughs> Evo.
0: Yeah, but it's still weird this year. It is weird. Um so if if Evo if predictions of stuff that'll happen at Evo is still interesting to you, um yeah, let, let us know. Shoot us a yeah. tweet, shoot us an email. Uh and uh, I'll I'll keep that in mind if it just if it just sounds like like there's no hype for the <laughs> event this year maybe maybe we'll just do do a weird off format episode or something yeah we'll figure it out we will but whatever happens we'll see you in the near future and in the meantime i hope that you have a sm- <laughs> smashing time <laughs> okay. bye everybody bye Special thanks! Special, th- special thanks to Ronald! <laughs> to Lonald. off there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, special thanks to Lonald. Alright,
1: uh, you know, Lonald, um, you are just such a ray of sunshine, and whenever I hang out with you, I always feel better about myself and the state of the world, so thank you for that.
0: Yeah, I, I miss you a lot. Yeah, same. Uh, now that we've all been vaccinated, maybe we can, like, hang soon. That would be great. Special thanks to Nymph! Ah, nymph, thank you
1: so much for just those juicy Twitter takes. You know, <laughs> which,
0: which juicy Twitter take are you thinking about this time?
1: None in particular, but just like any time that you're not like. Talking your excellent merch that you sell. Yeah. It's just always like some comment on the events of the day in nerd culture or whatever, and I just always appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Nim. Thanks, Nim. Special thanks to my fiance, Lee. Thanks,
1: Lee. Lee, thank you for your guidance on which drink it would be the best to purchase from my local coffee shop. (laughs) I always appreciate your insight into matters
0: pertaining to the bean, the coffee bean. And thanks to you, Lee, from me for reading so much manga with me lately. <laughs> uh, We've—it we've has just, been a lot. Yeah, God, we've been binging uh, uh, Witch Hat Atelier mm-hmm. and Toilet Bound Hanako-kun lately.
1: Which is not—it's. I know how that <laughs> the, title yeah, of that the, manga the, the, sounds. The, it's
0: very wholesome. Yeah. It, yes. It's. It's much more wholesome than. That name implies kind of a bad name for it, honestly. Really bad. Uh, like, it makes sense in context, but I feel like no one, <laughs> no one's going to assume the context when they hear that name for the exactly. first time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks, baby. Love you. i see you soon. Yeah, see you soon. Special thanks to Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Wow! I like uh, I like him winding up to the jump that time.
1: Yeah, no, that was actually him. He's playing Mario Baseball. You know, he's like <laughs> about to hit a strike or he's about to hit it out of the park, get a home run. Wide of the bat.
0: I only ever played the demo for Mario Superstars Baseball mm-hmm. at like a Walmart, mm-hmm. uh, and I I miss that game sometimes. <laughs> like I was like, boy, I wish that I had actually like bought and like played more of that game. It was mm-hmm. like it was really satisfying to, like, hit the ball as Bowser, you know? I I would love to, uh,
1: you know, like, whenever a Mario sports game comes out, it's like, hey, this is a level of sports that's accessible to me, a man who does not watch sports. So, uh, yeah, if you you Nintendo folks want to make another Mario Baseball, uh, do it. Yeah, I mean, the golf one just
0: came out. Uh, Right. Our our friend Colin loves it. Yes. Anyway, thank you, Royce. Thanks, Royce. And if you like Mario Golf, let us know. I want to hear more positive impressions about (laughs) it. Or impressions at all. Yeah, sure. If you hate it, let us know. Yeah. If you fucking hate it, (laughs) let us know. Yeah. Special thanks to Cool Gabe.
1: Cool Gabe. Cool Gabe.
0: Cool Gabe. Cool Gabe. Oh,
1: what game, are you riffing chicka, off cool of? Louie Louie. Ah, da, boo, da, Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all it was. It was just that.
0: <laughs> thanks, <laughs> cool game. game. <laughs> Special thanks to Vinny G. Thanks, Vinny G.
1: Oh. Vinny G. Oh, man. Does the G stand for
0: Stop this! Yo your your go-to is always What's the G stand for? Does it stand for grandma's baking cookies? Today? Does it stand for garlic?
1: <laughs> Maybe you love putting that that funky herb into your cooking
0: vinny congratulations on getting your switch yeah that too uh looking I forward guess. to looking forward to game impressions yeah really excited to hear what you think if of
1: you like play Cookin' mama tell me what you think about the garlic in that game
0: thanks vinny yeah thanks vinny garlic S- special thanks to steve with two e's steve with two e's i've decided that they stand for excellent and entertaining See what who he's is those things. Yes, and and thanks for hanging out with us on the Discord. Love yeah. see, love seeing you chat with us and hang out. We always love chatting with those disc heads. And special special thanks, special first special special thanks. Oh, to Janojo. Ah, Janojo, aka selfish Mercury on our Discord.
1: All right, yeah. Don't hoard too much Mercury, or you will get poisoned. <laughs>
0: You know, joe thanks for upping to the twenty dollar tier. Absolutely, yes. Uh awesome to have you here. Awesome to always have you on the Discord hanging out with us. Yeah. And uh and hope this is worth it to you. Yeah, uh, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, special thanks all of our special thanks patrons. If you would like to be special thing, uh You can pay real money for this. Yeah, you give us twenty dollars a month, and you can see this this segment get (laughs) even bigger. Oh yeah,
1: we our goal is for
0: our goal is for it to be longer than the podcast itself.
1: Yeah, one day it'll be like a Smashing Theory hour and a half. This three hours. (laughs) It'll be me just feverishly doing like oh. uh, uh uh wow it's it's david moorhead i i sure hope that you have less heads because it was really freaky the last time i saw you <laughs> and me just like dying on the inside slowly
0: for the longest three hours of my life at
1: least i do the heavy lifting on one part of our podcast <laughs> you do have like one job but thank you for performing it you're so welcome
0: Special thanks to all of our special thanks, patrons. Uh, we'll, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.